This program is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any illness. Please speak with your doctor when starting a new health program. Hello, hello. Welcome to Wellness Talk. This is George Batista, as always, your health and nutrition advocate. Glad you guys could be with me this week. Wellness Talk, as always, is the show that goes over the latest in health and healing, nutrition and supplements and all the things we can use to take responsibility for our health and to live a longer, healthier and hopefully happier life. Glad you guys uh, could be with me this week. And as always, it's PlatinumNutritionals.com if you want to check us out online all the articles that I go over will be posted on there. You could also go on our Facebook page, again, under Platinum Nutritionals. If Wherever else you're listening to us, whether it's Spotify or on YouTube, you know, make sure you follow us. Make sure you click the like button if you like what you hear. And uh, that just you know, makes us want to bring you more content and more tips and nuggets to help you out on a regular basis. So uh, what are we going to be talking about today? So today we're going to have a couple of articles. Uh, we're going to talk about nutrition tips for thyroid health. Those of you who are dealing with uh, thyroid issues or know somebody who's dealing with thyroid issues, you know it's a very, very complex problem and um, there's no easy solution for it, but nutrition can definitely help and actually, you know, hopefully make things a little bit better for you. So we're going to talk about that. That's from Wellness Resources, Linda Doberstein. Then we're also going to go over the top five heart health benefits of omega-3 fatty acids. Now, omega-3s, many of you know, is called, they are called essential. And the reason why they're called essential is because your body doesn't make them. So you need to take them in. And um, we're going to talk about why you need to take them in, why they're so important, and why they are so important specifically for your heart. Okay, so we'll we'll go over that and uh, got a lot of great information to share with you guys. So, you know, let's get started. First article uh, from Wellness Resources, Linda Doberstein. This is Nutritional Tips for Thyroid Health. Now, if you're dealing with thyroid problems, you know, uh, you know, whether it's hypothyroidism, hyperthyroidism, grave disease, or Hashimoto's, or whatever it is that you're dealing with, you know it can be a, metabol- a metabolic nightmare, okay? Thyroid problems can lead to lack of energy, hair loss, uh, weight loss, weight gain. Um, it could lead to iron problems. It can lead to cholesterol problems. It could lead to just a metabolic mess in your system if your thyroid is not working properly. So obviously, oh, and body temperature problems, by the way. A lot of people have uh, fluctuations in body temperature when it comes to thyroid as well. So these are things to keep in mind. Um, or if you're, you know, some people have subclinical hypothyroidism where it's, it hasn't actually been, they have all the symptoms of thyroid, but they have not actually, you know, gotten it diagnosed by a doctor. So again, those types of things you got to check out. So the thyroid health depends on multiple nutrients, you know, tons of nutrients. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of things that go in, into this kind of soup that makes the thyroid system work properly, okay? Now, obviously, if you're missing 
a lot of these nutrients, things are not going to happen. Remember, what, you know, what is my motto on the show, right? Nutrition is what makes your body run. Nutrition is the cofactors for things to happen, for enzymes to start making things work properly in your system. Thyroid is no different, okay? It's no different. So um, at its core, we're going to talk about uh, thyroid. So first of all, many of you may see, you know, on your blood test when it comes to thyroid, you may see T4 and T3, okay? Now, what is T4 and T3? Well, T4... T4 is basically the act, the unactive form of thyroid that is made by your pituitary gland, okay? So what it is, it's an amino acid tyrosine that's surrounded by four molecules of iodine. In order for that T4 to be to turn into meta, to become metabolically active in your system, it, one of the iodine strips has to be taken off and it's got to turn into T3. So that's the difference between T4 and T3. Now T3 becomes metabolically active. Okay, and then your whole system starts to work properly. So one of the things that's required for this to work properly is selenium. Selenium plays a critical role in the protection of your thyroid gland and thyroid hormone function. Because remember, selenium is what takes that molecule of iodine off of the of the um, of the thyroid of the uh, tyrosine uh, molecule and makes it T three. If you don't have adequate selenium in your body, that's not going to work properly, okay? So that's one. Number two, selenium is required for trace minerals necessary to protect your thyroid gland from oxidative stress. And selenium is actually used to, you know, to, to activate and manage the thyroid system in, throughout your entire body, okay? And it works together with the master antioxidant glutathione, by the way, to protect your, you know, again, your thyroid from all different types of radical stress and immune attack issues. Um, it even protects your thyroid gland against the effects of too much iodine, by the way. All right, so selenium is critical in this, okay? What else is critical? Um, vitamin A. Vitamin A is very, very critical in this whole grand scheme of things, okay? Um, now, vitamin A, again, is it works together with iodine in your system to make the thyroid work properly, okay? It helps to regulate thyroid signals, and it helps to provide essential antioxidant support, okay? So that's vitamin A. Now, also, B vitamins. B vitamins are critical. Why? Because at the core of metabolism in every cell is a process called methylation, okay? Methylation is is part of a pathway in your system. It helps with detoxification of different things in your system. It helps to detoxify your system to make sure that things are not building up. Methylation is, is it's hugely important. If you don't have the B vitamins methyl, or if you have a genetic problem, which could be, you know, some people have a genetic problem where they don't, they can't convert B vitamins in their system uh, very well, that can also cause poor methylation. But you need B6, B12, and folate, especially in order for these things to happen, okay? So these nutrients and others uh, that drive healthy, balanced methylation must be available. Otherwise, it's going to impair the metabolism and it's going to throw off the thyroid function, okay? We talked a little bit about iodine, okay? Again, iodine is very, very important because, again, iodine is, is, is responsible for T4 and then eventually becomes T3, okay? If you don't have enough iodine in your system, 
this is a problem. Again, there's going to be no activation of thyroid hormone, of the proper thyroid hormone, right? If you're consuming, you know, too much fluoridated water, if you're consuming beverages like soda, soft drinks, all those types of things, vegetable oils, all that, all that competes with iodine absorption. Remember, you need iodine. Your brain needs iodine. Your, your uh, pituitary needs iodine. It's critical to your system, okay? And so, so you definitely need to get iodine. Now, by the way, as an aside, I recommend Wellness Resources ISOL iodine. They have it in a dropper form. And you could actually, it's a liquid. You can actually put it into your, you know, your water or whatever it is that you're drinking. And it actually helps you get a, a good amount of iodine. And it's isol iodine, <clears throat> excuse me. And that iodine um, is absorbed very, very well. And, you know, there's other forms of iodine like potassium iodide. But I don't like those forms because those forms tend to have issues. And they've, they've had issues in the past. So um, the isol iodine is much easily absorbed. Zinc. Zinc is necessary for the production of thyroid hormone and the conversion of T4 to T3 as well, okay? But zinc affects the enzyme systems of TSH, which is thyroid-stimulating hormone, okay? And TRH, which is also um, a releasing hormone along with the hypothalamus and pituitary, which is involved in the production and management of thyroid hormone, okay? So... Zinc is extremely important, but without zinc, your body can't make the proper thyroid hormone in the first place. Okay, so you need that. Extremely, extremely important stuff. Okay, now there are other factors that can influence thyroid uh, and metabolism. Okay, your age, your gender, your hormone transitions, such as, you know, let's say puberty, pregnancy, menopause, things, uh, if you have an intolerance, things like gluten intolerance, soy, or you know, all those type of things, um, adrenal stress, chronic stress, you know, anything from stress, any kind of toxicity, all these things can affect thyroid hormone and thyroid function, right? So it's critical for you to have these things on board to make sure that everything is working properly. As always, work with your doctor, make sure you get a thyroid panel, make sure your thyroid is working properly. But if you're seeing signs, again, if you're seeing Things like weight loss or weight gain unexplained. If you're seeing hair loss unexplained. If you're seeing uh, just tired all the time, okay? Um, you know, all these types of things, you may want to have your doctor check your thyroid because you never know. It could, it could be an issue. But at the end of the day, uh, nutrition helps thyroid work better. So check it out and, um, yeah, go from there. Next... <clears throat> the top five heart health benefits of omega-3 uh, fatty acids. This is by Aiden Smith, and this is from Nordic Naturals. So why is omega-3 fatty acids so important? Now, you hear you know, uh, about omega-3s all the time, right? People telling you, take fish oil, take fish oil. It's very, very important. And you get you know all different types of stories. Oh, fish oil doesn't work, and blah, 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 and all these types of things. And of course, there's a lot of agendas behind that, but that's a whole other story. But 90% of Americans fail to meet the omega-3 recommendations of the American Heart Association, okay? Um, also, increases in artery plaque, blood pressure, and heart rate are more commonly observed in people with low omega-3 levels. And new research now is suggesting that higher doses of omega-3s may provide optimal heart health support, okay? Extremely important. 
So now there, there was a recent study uh, in 2020, and it was an analysis of 40 studies that found that supplementing with omega-3 fish oil up to about 5,500 milligrams a day, which is a lot, okay, that's a lot, uh, was linked. But look what they found when you supplemented. This is 5,500 milligrams per day. Um, they found 35% lower risk of fatal heart or uh, artery obstruction, 13% lower risk of non-fatal heart artery obstruction, 10% lower risk of cardiovascular events uh, in those with unhealthy arteries, and 9% lower risk of death related to poor artery health. Think about that. What drug can do that? I mean, what pharmaceutical drug can do that, right? You know, think about that. It's, it's, it's really, really important. So again, uh, the researchers in the analysis also looked at whether taking higher doses of omega-3 fish oil provided enhanced cardiovascular benefits. They found that an additional intake of one gram per day of omega-3 oil de uh, delivered an additional 9% reduction in heart artery obstruction and a 5.8% reduction in the risk of cardiovascular events. So this is huge stuff here. This is huge stuff. Why is this so important? Because you have to remember, fish oil has two main components in it, okay? I mean, there's, there's, a, there's many, many things that fish oil, and I've talked about this before, but there's many, many things that fish oil does, but it has two of the most important components of it, and that's DHA and EPA. DHA is the part of the fish oil that actually crosses the blood-brain barrier. It helps with cognitive thinking. You have to remember that your brain is made of fat, right? Your brain has a fat layer. Well, fish oil is fish oil plus cholesterol, by the way, but fish oil is partly responsible for that, okay? Omega-3s is partly responsible for that. So you have to have that in there for it to work properly. You have to remember that your cells, your cells, uh, part of your cells are also made of omega-3s. It actually gives your your cells elasticity. Okay, it makes your cell your your actual cells um, able to to move properly and intake things and expel things when needed. If you don't have enough omega threes, your cells actually become rigid, and it's harder for your cells to actually work properly and again take things in or expel things. All right, very very important. Um, now. What are other factors? Oh, by the way, let me go back for a second. EPA is the other component. EPA is the anti-inflammatory part of the omega-3, of the omega-3 fish oil, right? And what this does, it makes a hormone in your system called prostaglandins. These prostaglandins help with bringing down all types of inflammation in your system, whether it's inflammation in the heart, inflammation in the lungs, inflammation, it could be inflammation in the joints. But it helps. It's, it really helps to stabilize the inflammation in your systems to bring it down to more manageable levels. This is why it's very, very important. And most people consume, I would say, you know, maybe 1,200 to upwards of 2,000 milligrams of fish oil. I mean, I would say 12 to 1,500 is the minimum, okay, of, of fish oil. If you're going to take it, that's what you need to take, at least 12 to 1,500, but some say even 2,000. To make a big difference. Now, there are other factors linked to lower levels of omega 3s, right? There's in increased arterial plaque, irregular heart rhythms, high blood pressure, high triglycerides, um, you know, high stress levels, reduced insulin sensitivity, um, all these types of things. So let's talk about the five heart health benefits. Number one, 
supports healthy platelet activity. Platelets are the small cells in your bloodstream that are responsible for blood clotting, right? But when injury occurs, the tiny cells coordinate by sticking together to form clots. And this is what can form a blood clot. Well, omega-3s actually help to mitigate that problem, okay? It could actually lower the incidence of stroke and heart attack by mitigating this whole clotting factor, all right? So it supports to keep that platelet activity healthy. Number two, it promotes artery health in general, okay? In excess, you know, if you get an excess buildup of fat, cholesterol, those types of things in the arteries, this, uh, you know, this actually helps uh, to, again, mitigate that as well, all right? Um, so, you know, it's, it's very, very important. It's just that these researchers that, th- that did these tests, by the way, and did these, you know, studies, they found that, that you know, healthy levels of omega-3s within the body, um, if they reached a certain threshold, this is where they, it was completely optimal for the heart, okay? And this is where it worked in the arteries and that type of thing and kept those arteries a little healthier. Number three, it helps to maintain healthy triglycerides. Now, triglycerides, you know, are are an important type of fat, which is in the blood, okay? And it does help to support the body's energy needs. But if you have excessive amounts of blood fat or triglycerides, that's a problem. It can lead to all different types of heart issues. So again, um, fish oil helps to mitigate that as well. Number four, helps to maintain healthy blood pressure. Now, research shows that individuals with healthy blood pressure also tend to have higher omega-3 blood levels. So um, they did a 12-week study. Uh, They measured the effects of omega-3 on artery health in participants taking 2,000 milligrams a day of EPA and DHA. And um, those that did had a greater increase in artery flexibility and dilation. Why is that? Because remember, remember what I was telling you about the cells, right? It makes the cells a little more flexible. Well, omega-3s also makes the arteries more flexible. Think of a hose, right? If the hose is stiff and rigid, it's very difficult for things to pass through properly, right? It can cause cracks, it can cause breaks. Well, your arteries are the same. If your arteries are, are stiff and rigid, they're not pliable, they're not, they're not flexible, this is a problem. Your body has to get that blood through there, you know, no matter what, right? So what's it going to do? It's going to push that blood through those arteries, raising your blood pressure. Well, the omega-3s help to counteract that issue. And number five, this helps to, it attenuates resting heart rate. The number of times that your heart beats per minute while at rest is an indicator of cardiovascular health. So resting heart rate between 60 and 100 beats per minute is considered normal. But some records believe that ideal rates are probably between 70, well, 50 and 70 beats per minute or less, okay? But they found that people with higher dietary intake of omega-3s also tended to have lower resting heart rates. So that's pretty interesting, right? So those are the five keys to having omega-3s in your body and why you need them. So you have to remember that the um, that even the FDA has recognized the importance of having omega threes. All right, they've 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 made it such that there's been there's huge studies now done, and they've actually made a heart health claim for omega threes, saying that you, I mean, being without omega threes is almost as bad as smoking, or not exercising, right? Doing or or eating high fat meals. Okay, so they're literally saying being Deficient in omega-3s is basically the same as that. So my suggestion 
is number one, eat eat fish as much as you can. You know, I know now a lot of people don't like fish, but because yeah, we also have to recognize that a lot of the fish out there contains mercury, it contains dioxins and all these different types of things. I understand that. So if you're going to get fish or if you're going to get salmon, let's say, try to get the wild-caught salmon because it's a lot. there's a lot less mercury in it. And I don't think there's enough mercury in it to really cause a problem if you're eating it once or twice a week. But if you're not eating fish at all, then I would suggest, um, you know, getting some fish oil. Fish oil is, is, is very important. And on my website, if you go to PlatinumNutritionals.com, there's a link on there for the Omega-2X. I would definitely check that out because that actually has not only fish oil, but it has a thousand, uh, thousand units of vitamin D with it. So it's kind of a twofold. You get the anti-inflammatory effects of the fish oil, but you also get vitamin D to protect immunity. Okay, so definitely check that out if you guys are interested in a good fish oil uh, by Nordic Naturals, which is a fantastic company. And I recommend a lot of their stuff, but especially that product. Because, and also, by the way, a lot of people don't like fish oils because the fish oils tend to be huge, right? The, 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 you know, the, the, the gels tend to be very, very hard to swallow. Well, the Omega-2X that's on my site, they're actually minis. They're mini gels. So they're one of the only mini gels out there that I've found that are, that are extremely effective, that still have a high dose, and, um, and are pretty reasonable. So uh, check that out if you want to check your omega-3s. And um, you could also get it from flaxseed as well if you use flaxseed in the morning. But again, the flaxseed is not going to give you the amount that you would get if you were getting the actual fish oil, the DHA and the EPA, because the flaxseed has to be converted into EPA and DHA. And it's very difficult to do that from flaxseed. Your body just doesn't convert it the same way. So uh, just a heads up uh, on that for you guys. So um yeah eat more fish get your fish oil and um you know hopefully it'll uh, you know keep your heart and uh, everything else healthy so that's pretty much it for this week glad you guys could uh be with me again um as always go to platinumnutritionals.com if you have any questions for me if you have any suggestions you can go to support at platinumnutritionals.com i'm always willing to uh, talk to you about it and um, we're gonna have some really really good stuff coming up some really good tips for you and um until then Everyone, hopefully, hopefully stay safe, have a great week, and as always, stay healthy, take responsibility. See you next time. If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com slash listen. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen.